0: The comments and opinions of this program may be considered offensive. Viewer discretion is advised.
1: Well, welcome back to Uncommon Sense. I'm Butch. I'm co-host Forrest. And Billy. What's up? And we're here. We're going to do a roundtable discussion. We're just going to bring up various topics discuss them. And uh, this is from a commoner's point of view for all those that are uh, listening we're going to do our best to describe what's going on and we're gonna let you come to your own consensus as to what's going on. So first we have on our topic list is uh, the hypocrisy surrounding the Independence Day. Now I brought this topic up and I'll, I'll tell you why. Is because a lot of people out there say Happy Fourth of July and a lot of people do this and To me, I was born on Flag Day. And it's kind of an insult to me, because also being as a veteran, because Independence Day is what made our country free. It is what allowed us to be called Americans. So for people to just shrug it off and call it the 4th of July is like a slap in the face. Go ahead, Billy.
0: If not for Independence Day, we would all be English
1: you know, in,
2: in a little bit of defense from my generation, we did literally grow up hearing it called Fourth of July. We heard it at school. We heard it in the movies. We heard it on cartoons. We heard it from our parents, even. It's a conspiracy.
1: <coughs> I think it is a conspiracy. Because yeah, if... Be- Go ahead.
0: If we call it Fourth of July, <laughs> that like most people do, they forget the reason for the holiday.
1: Right. They just the, think the the Fourth reason of for July, it- fireworks, barbecue, that's all they think about. They don't think of the meaning or... Where it came from.
0: Whereas, if we were to call it Independence Day, just like we do with Christmas and Thanksgiving and everything else, you remember the meaning of the holiday. Right. Why we have this holiday.
2: Exactly. Mm-hmm. It's a reverence to our freedom, and that you know, it's a good point. That stuff does get kind of looked over a lot and missed out a lot. A lot of times, people look at it as just another opportunity to party.
1: Yes, it's, mm-hmm. it's just the marketing ploy. Yeah. You know, 4th uh, of July fireworks, fireworks and 4th of July sound similar. You know, these both start with the F sound and all like that there, so they can relate it. And this is a marketing ploy. But also, from the Democrat side, for them to call it the 4th of July all the time, and a lot of Democrats this 4th of July, this Independence Day, has uh, have gone out of their way to show their true un-American colors. Mm-hmm. I for one Maxine Waters was uh, one of them but uh, and I think wholeheartedly uh, if she's not gonna be an American if she's not gonna uphold the Constitution she needs to be replaced with somebody who is going to be an American whos isn't gonna uphold their oath and abide by the Constitution a lot of these Democrats out there today won't do it they refuse to they want to replace the Constitution and I think it's other BS. I'll, 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 it A lot of it is BS. And
2: some of it also ties into a topic that we're going to be talking about later. And some of that has to do with the, the economic state that we're in now. Right. There's a lot of these new policies that are coming in that are getting rid of a lot of stuff that could be considered um, traditional or a traditional means of life that aren't as viable anymore. And, you know... How it's not viable, or if it is, um, is you know up for further discussion, of course. Right. But we're seeing major changes, and I think the the kind of hypocrisy and the over marketing of a lot of our holidays, especially stuff like Independence Day, um, is Christmas getting too. and Christmas is purposely getting for, kind of overshadowed because. They're wanting to move away from that way of life right. to something that's more. And their for their you know kind of uh, logic base is to you know reform the way we're doing stuff for their version of better. Now, if it is better or not, for them probably. For well, all our us commoners, mm, I don't know. Mm,
0: not, not so much. Not, not so, America, much. so much. No. No. <clears throat> no.
2: no.
0: Well, and for the Democrats to call it. 4th of July. Right. That is is kind of a way for them to not have to think about the fact that the people are independent. They right. are
1: sovereign. Right.
0: Or at least we were pre-Civil War, we were still in a state as a country where the states were sovereign. Right. The citizens were looked at as sovereign people. Everyone was an individual. Everyone had the liberty to make their own choices.
2: That's correct. We were genuinely the United States of America at that time.
0: And that's something that uh, people overlook when they're thinking about the Civil War. They want to just put it all around slavery. The political conflicts that led up to the Civil War had more to do with the southern states wanting to keep the sovereignty of every state, whereas the north was leaning more toward Let's have a centralized government, federal government, that tells us what to do.
1: Right. And <clears throat> I know a lot of people out there, you know, uh, you know they have their own beliefs and everything else. And I remember a time not too long ago, uh, it's been a few years, but it wasn't that long ago that a friend of mine actually asked me, because he, he wasn't sure about politics, he wasn't sure about Democrats or Republicans and all like that. And I I kind of broke it down to and simplified it for him that Democrats want bigger government. Mm -hmm. They want more taxes and they want to rule our lives. Now it's not just Democrats. There are some Republicans out there too. And you know, we call them rhinos, but that's fine. Uh, But as far as the Republicans, they believe in less government, government shouldn't be running your lives they believe if you work hard you get to keep what you earn so it's less taxes and you know the guy looked at me and he goes really and we just happened to be discussing it with a person from the Democrat Party he was there also and he came off and he said well uh, you got it mostly right well Mostly is not, you know, this is like one of the Facebook fact checkers saying, Mm -hmm. you know, it could mislead people. No, it could make them think for themselves. Yeah. I never push uh, politics on my friend. I let him decide for himself. He is a conservative to this day. He's a proud American. And I uh, had the liberty of having Independence Day barbecue with him and his family. And I enjoyed it.
0: And it's always interesting, too, how... Because I, I have a friend that she was surprised I had voted for Trump. And uh, so, you know, we decided we're just not going to talk politics with one another. But it's always interesting because she'll throw Trump jokes at me. And I just politely shrug them off, you know. But heaven forbid I say anything about her voting for the wrong president. <laughs> hey, you said we weren't going to talk about politics. Who made a Trump joke like 10 minutes ago? (laughs) Calm down, lady. But it also, what you were saying, kind of reminded me of something I was talking about, or I was listening to this morning, and he was actually talking about like the the lockdown stuff. Right. And uh, the fact that the more Republican states are the ones that opened first. Right. You know and think what you want about Republicans I don't fully agree with a lot of Republicans on everything and like you said there's a lot of rhinos out there but at the same time the more conservative leaning states are the ones that opened up first and then made all the Democrat run states look bad yep like Oregon
1: oh I agree Oregon uh, Oregon's governor Kate Brown that's uh, a topic for another show, but uh-huh. uh, she's we, not even we, a we real sp- American either. No, she isn't. We can spend like two hours just on that topic alone. <laughs> oh, I know. Oh, I know. Right. <laughs> but to button up this topic, I just want to say that know uh, the hypocrisy be- behind the Independence Day—you don't call Christmas the twenty-fifth of December. You don't call Halloween the thirty-fifth. 35th- 31st of october
0: or valentine's or day valentine's the 14th day. of february
1: right so why i mean we even we don't call may 5th cinco de Ma- or may 5th may 5th we call it cinco de mayo and that's which actual,
0: actually is may 5th in English language which,
1: but it's it's may 5th in another language but that's their their day of celebration for when they kick the uh french out of one state that was being attacked by the French, one state in Mexico kicked the French out and they celebrated Cinco de Mayo. And I understand, hey, we celebrate our Independence Day, that's their Independence Day. Great, right. I'm all for it. I believe that it should stay in Mexico, it's a Mexican holiday, it's not a United States holiday. And I don't think we should be celebrating it. Don't get right. me wrong. No, no, I, I love my taco then. pizza. <laughs> 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 tacos. Speaking of tacos. I don't know,
2: though. Because with that, I don't know. I I understand where you're coming from. Right. I have a hard time following that logic just because uh, pretty much all holidays are from different countries.
1: Right.
0: Except for Independence Day. Except for Except
1: Independence Day. Day. And President's Day.
0: How Christmas was...
1: And veterans. Day
0: Literally stolen from Memorial Day. Ancient <laughs> druid traditions.
1: Yeah. Yes. Yes.
0: No offense to any Christians out there. My whole family's pretty much my whole family's Christian. Except for this dude right here.
2: Yar. Oh. <laughs> I was gonna say uh, uh, Christmas was Yule. Halloween was Samhain. And uh, uh-huh. the Easter was uh, Beltane. Uh-huh. And there's yep. a lot of holidays that and come from different the places. the name
0: Easter right. actually it, that name comes from a Celtic goddess. Her name was Aoster. Yeah. And that's where we get the name yeah, Easter. Yes, so they even stole our goddess. It, right. Yeah. Which they did with several things. And oh, yeah.
2: Of course, rabbits don't lay eggs. Those are both symbols of fertility. Yep. Yes.
1: Yes, but it is. Yep.
2: that all ties in together with the hypocrisy that we find a lot of times around holidays. Yes. As mm-hmm. well as Independence Days. We find that bastardization seeping into, you know, stuff like Independence Day that is incredibly important for our heritage, for all Americans. Mm -hmm. People that are here recent, people that have been here for 100-plus, 150-plus years, it's important for all of us.
1: Right. But when they come to Independence Day, the day of America's freedom from the British rule, mm -hmm. I don't think we should be calling it the Fourth of July. Well,
0: another one they've tried to tarnish over the years is Thanksgiving. Yes. Because of... How it links in with the natives, right? But if we were to remember what happened on that day, yeah, that on that day they came together in unity. Yes. I mean, we would be so much less divided these days if we remember why the holidays happened.
2: Yeah, Thanksgiving is to give thanks to well everybody else that's around you, as well Uh as the bounties that we have.
0: It's about togetherness.
2: Yes. But, of course, they want to completely overshadow Thanksgiving for the sake of Black Friday. Yay, sales! Who needs to remember family when you can go buy crap?
0: Oh, Black Friday, the day where pregnant women get run over in Walmart because somebody wanted an Xbox.
1: (laughs) I laugh, but it's true. And it's very not, very not nice to.
0: And it's not funny, but we, not funny. we have to laugh we have or to we'd laugh. all go
1: insane. Yes, that's right. And just to make somebody laugh here, I'm going to say, It's ma'am! It's ma'am! <laughs> <laughs> all right. What's our next topic of discussion for today?
0: Next topic is the automation in the world today. Oh my goodness. The automation in the world today.
1: Yep. I'm, I'm going <laughs> to let this forest uh, take over on this. He's... Uh, he's Pretty much adamant about his thoughts I, and beliefs on this, so I think you should. Uh, I am. And that's, I think you should listen to the has to say. A
2: Big part of that has to come from the fact that I'm the youngest in the group, and yeah, baby. Yeah, a little. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I'm I'm genuinely concerned not only for myself, but my for my whole generation as well as the generation that came before me because. That's Everything that's going on now in the workplace is robotics, automation. We're seeing more and more automated taxi services, we're seeing more and more automated delivery services, trucking services, crop dusters. They have 3D printed houses that can lay bricks. Two days worth of a 12 person team can be done in 48 hours. With one machine? With one machine. No, it was 40 hours. 40 hours. 40 40 hours. hours. That's right, 40 hours with one machine. And there is no way humans can compete with that. And we're seeing this everywhere. And also in call centers, I'm pretty sure people have been noticing the constant uptick in... um, Automated... uh, Cash... Cashiers. Automated... The automated cash registers. (laughs) That's how they built the pyramids. (laughs) (laughs) Robot labor. Um, And it leaves a nagging question in my head constantly for, you know, anybody that's really going to be alive in... 2030, 2035, because that's when they're expecting to see a million jobs. A million jobs actually legitimately get taken forever by automation.
0: I say at least a million jobs. With how many different areas where automation is beginning to dominate or has already dominated, like the cashier, Mm -hmm. how many millions of jobs is it going to end
2: up taking? What are we going to do? What are we going to do? Because, see, I like democracy. I like capitalism. But a problem that I'm seeing is there's no legitimate form of functioning capitalism if 80% of, the, of our population in the U.S. is unemployed. Mm-hmm. Because the jobs that were there, that have been there, are no longer there. And, you know, and there's, of course, pros and cons to this. Like, something that you can Something that the World Economic Forum that has been, of course, preaching to be a good thing is that we're going to have a lot of free time, which is going to mean that we're going to have the opportunity to pursue more meaningful things. The only problem is is that nobody's going to have a job, and if nobody has a job, nobody has money. If nobody has money, nobody's going to be able to buy the products that the robots are going to be producing. So I don't see how we're going to be left with much of any other option except to go to something like UBI's, and I'm... I've, I've seriously got my trepidations about it. I see too many pros and cons and I see, I see kind of a a decline in civilization kind of coming in with it because Mm -hmm. everybody's just going to be left to sit at home. I'm pretty
1: sure after this
2: last quarantine, nobody wants to sit at home for too much longer.
1: Yeah. And I agree with you. Uh, anyone out there that's listening that has a Walmart nearby can also attest to this. They, uh, I mean, they was bad with checkers in the beginning, having only two checkers, but 15 checkout lanes. Mm -hmm. Uh But now they've gone ridiculous and put all these self-checkout, and the only checker you can really find is over at the customer service desk.
0: Or at the pharmacy.
1: Or at the pharmacy.
0: So someone experienced, I don't remember who it was now, but someone here locally experienced there's this older lady she had no idea how to work that stupid machine right and was asking for help to check out at Walmart and the guy that's running the whole you know you scan thing, he's like, "Well, that's not my job and some the person was telling me they're like, "Can't you at least show her how to work the machine so she can do it? Well, that's not my job. See now. So that person, a civilian, ended up helping the lady check out all of her stuff. And she had, like, a whole cart worth of stuff. Wow. And they took it upon themselves
2: to help her the whole time, thinking, you know, I'm not getting paid for this. Well, yeah, and, you know, that's another good thing to bring up is, you know, when it comes to the little snippets in life where things require a little extra TLC, how well can robots actually adapt to that situation?
1: well they can't uh the the main thing that is missing from ai and robotics to this day is feelings emotions and if they would just it is simple enough to do i've done it you write subroutines for each emotion and for statements that rely on those emotions and when they see and recognize those statements then they can go ahead and utilize you should check out some of the newer McDonald kiosks that you find in some of the big cities. It's, uh,
2: it's some of it's just a full on, you know, experience with an actual cashier, but the whole thing is automated. Right,
1: right. They're they're yeah. working on that, and see that's. And this was the result of people asking for fifteen dollars an hour. hmm To ask you if you want to supersize it. Mm-hmm. You want fries with that? You want
2: fries? But what do you? what is my generation supposed to do when they can't afford
1: a house they see, can't afford a family see now when I was younger mm-hmm. and, and, and this is going to date me quite a bit <laughs> but this is but, why we want extra opinions on this. Yes, show this is why we want extra opinions we actually have uh, for those of us or for those of you that are listening we have a broad range of spectrums here we have m- multiple generations represented we have the 20s the 30s and the 50s and we're going to be taking a look at viewpoints from each of those and you know even though like forrest said earlier he might not agree with something i said that's fine it's okay to disagree
2: that's part of the beauty of being an american we don't have to agree on everything exactly mm-hmm. it takes all sides to make a democracy
1: and it also makes him an individual and that's what america is based on is individuality we are free to have the pursuit of happiness and what the pursuit of happiness means is that as long as we're not hurting anybody else or taking from anybody else we're free to do whatever we want in this beloved country of ours however those of you that do hurt other people by either stealing from them, robbing them, breaking into their house, uh, assaulting them. However you do, you guys have got it so lax because you were raised on the generation of don't discipline the kid. So they're raised with no boundaries. They think they can do whatever they want, get away with whatever they want, Mm -hmm. and there's not gonna be any repercussions. However, They are responsible for their own actions.
0: that's where the problem comes with no one has any accountability anymore.
1: Right.
2: No one. A lot of people. Not no one, but a lot of people. There's a lot of people that don't seem to believe in accountability anymore. And you know, honestly, I, I love the internet. Don't get me wrong, ladies and gentlemen that are listening. But I honestly feel like a lot of that getting away with hiding behind a keyboard has kind of encouraged this behavior. Because when you're... You know, on Facebook or playing a video game or anything like that. You can say whatever you want to that person. You have no risk of getting hit in the face. Mm
1: Mm-hmm.
2: You don't have any risk of them turning around and screaming in your face so loud it makes
1: your ears twitch. See, now, my generation. (laughs) They didn't have such barriers. (laughs) Oh, we were on the cusp of the electronic age. Uh, We had personal computers and such like that. Uh, And when I first started with computers, it was back in 1978. However, like you said, we didn't hide behind our computers.
0: Mm -hmm. They were a tool.
1: Right, if we had something to say to somebody, we went up and told it to them in their face. Mm -hmm. And if we got a black eye out of it, that's what happened.
0: That's how you learn, boy.
1: That's (laughs) how you learn.
0: So kind of going back a little bit because um, oh, you were yes. talking about the universal based income. Yes. And what I worry about is how like mine and your generation and even some that are older than us have become l- lazy by proxy basically because they we don't, have, don't any- have anything to do. Yeah, we don't. They have such trouble finding a job And then when you do find a job, you're answering to, you know, Big Brother back east or whatever. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: You know, it's like with 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 my my job that I don't have anymore. You know, my boss appreciated me. Right. But he has to answer to this guy who answers to this guy who answers to the big dude, or you know whatever, and it just goes like that. So when I got hurt at work, it was up to the big people. When I was gonna get my surgery, you know, it wasn't up to Jeff. It was up to somebody else. So it took them like seven months to get me my surgery. And if it wasn't for the law, saying that they had to cover that, right, they wouldn't have cared. They would have just thrown me out, hired the next dude, right, and moved on with business as usual.
2: And see, and that is that is a legitimate issue that we're seeing. Is you know, there's not very many jobs left, and the few jobs that are left are competed over viciously i'm pretty sure anybody who's been in the job market anytime recent has noticed that heavy saturation of applications everywhere you go yeah Mm -hmm. you'll see places with signs saying now hiring and they will be flooded with applications and then they will be as picky as they want
0: yeah we used to have stacks when i was doing hiring stacks
1: right
0: huge stacks of yeah
1: Central employees.
0: Yeah, right. Of course, half of them couldn't read or write, but you know, but that kind of goes back to what I was saying, where they've gotten so stuck behind a computer, the computer reads for them, the computer writes for them, you know, it does right. everything for them. They don't have to think about it, and then here you know, with all the automated stuff happening. Sometimes how many of them are gonna be well yeah, w- exceptions as well. Not too.
2: Well not just us. There's a lot of people out there in my yeah. opinion that are exceptions where computers do really enhance them as an individual. Yeah. And that's that's great. There's a lot of people and um trust me at my age I But unfortunately the there's also uh, Right <laughs>
0: <laughs> Unfortunately there's also a lot that lean on that
2: Yes. The enhancement yes. becomes a crutch. Really? Yes.
0: And so what I worry about with, you know, universal-based income, that it's basically going to become another welfare, Right. where all these people are sitting around doing nothing but eating potato chips and watching Netflix, nobody's or, doing a damn
2: thing. Or but, watching Jerry Springer. Okay, right? <laughs> what do we do? Because, you know, the, the fourth industrial revolution isn't so much, isn't only so much getting pushed by the big companies that want to make more money, but they're also getting pushed by the competition. Right. Yeah. There's a lot of places in the other bits of the world that are using automation in more and more places, and they're seeing the issues that we're seeing. The difference is their demographic is so much smaller that taking these kinds of changes and stuff is a much smoother transition. Right.
0: And when other countries are doing that, we are forced to do it whether we want to or not. So now it's a question of figuring out how to stay independent in the process.
2: Yeah. How to stay independent, keep an income, but I really don't think there's much we can do to stop the fourth industrial revolution. No, no, no. no, nothing. no
1: there's nothing we can do.
2: And, you know, it's also quite debatable, you know, that we probably shouldn't either. Right. Because there is a right. lot of good that's going to come from it. Um, and also, in the automation, we're seeing smarter and smarter pieces of technology. Like, right now, Google has an AI that is so intelligent They do not let it to public access in fear of corruption. That would be me.
0: (laughs) Not me! (coughs) Not me,
2: no. Something else that they're doing as well is they're working on supercomputers that uses um, hyperpositioning probability on a quantum level to be able to compute, not binary, but with infinite amounts of possibilities. And now if they can do that with an AI, its intelligence is going to surpass ours at a, an arc that
0: there's no way we can keep up
2: with. As a right. species, we're going to do good if we manage to stay as
1: pets for this AI. I'm trying to think of that movie where was a Disney movie that one lone robot was trying to find a plant. Wall-E? Wall-E. Mm-hmm. Wall-E. And while he was trying to find that plant, everyone on the ship that he came from were all fat, lazy. The Axion. yeah. 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 They were, you know, searching, you know, uh, they using had, their remotes, yep. using their cell phones, talking on devices.
0: To mm-hmm. the point where they didn't even look at each other. I mean, right. it's almost yeah. like they didn't even know there was other people on the ship. Exactly. It was that bad. Yeah. Out. and but I remember did, when that came out. They did like, say, part of like the this reason, is already happening."
2: They did say part of the reason why they got so huge was because of the low gravity on the ship.
1: But, <laughs> um, anyways, the mass consumption of marketing is what made them huge. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah.
1: Now, don't get me wrong. I, I'm I'm all for capitalism. I'm a capitalist. I believe that you know if I work hard for something, it's mine. Mhm. I think the prices, you know, inflation has gone you no, know, through the roof.
0: To the uh, point that people like myself and other millennials were lucky to afford a car let alone a house.
2: Right. Yeah, there's so many in the newer generations. They're they're probably never ever going to afford a house. In fact, they're probably going to be renting some welfare style 3D printed cement house. Mhm. <laughs> kind of cookie cuttered out and plopped down side by side on top of each other until we've got these massive populations crammed into these places again Mm -hmm. and it's you know so what are we going to do when we have 3D printed houses made by robots and nobody has a job to go to you know we're not it's not that we're not allowed to work hard for our stuff anymore it's probably you know it's probably going to stay very very much encouraged but there just isn't going to be anything to do, you know. And plus, you right. go back to the era of the American Dream: a shoe salesman could afford a three-bedroom house and a two-car garage. Yes. Yeah. And feed his family. And feed his family.
1: And, and have enough money to go on vacations, uh, yep. I was and just gonna take say trips. And...
2: Yep. And now, if you're now if you're a sale a shoe salesman, you're probably a roommate in a dingy house.
1: And or not, apartment. No offense, the shoe salesman. No, no, no. No offense, the shoe, uh, shoe salesman. No, of, no it's no. just, an,
2: it's just a analogy. You know, it could be anybody from a burger flipper, shoe salesman, car salesman, or when I was
0: a manager. Yeah, any, right. I could still really. barely afford to pay rent, pay my bills, and feed my kids, and yet it, I was a manager.
1: Yeah. And Twenty
0: years prior, shoot, I would have been living it up, dude. We would have oh, been
1: you had it going nice to
0: the house. coast. Had oh. a, you know, three nice. bedroom house, two bathrooms, you know.
1: Oh yeah, mm-hmm. had my Cars. own.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly, a garage, a nice yard, big enough for all my dang dogs. <laughs> yeah.
1: What do we got next on the list?
0: Next on the list is, oh God. The, the way they are pushing kink on children.
1: Oh Oh, yeah! Oh my gosh! This is my favorite subject because I love pedophiles. I love setting them on fire.
2: Oh my gosh. Why on earth would anybody want their child subjected to foreplay? It doesn't matter what the sexual orientation of the the foreplay is. No. If they're underage, they're underage. It's simple as that.
0: So, recently at a pride parade, there was a woman who purposely exposed her children or child to kink dude in his freaking leather doggy outfit getting whipped on the ass by other dude
1: by his uh, by his counterpart uh-huh his partner or yeah buddy or
2: whatever you want to call it and she
0: purposely took her kids there so that they could be exposed to things like this.
2: Exactly. Now what like would,
0: literally introduce what would the child to, there's to even a, a redneck, picture.
2: To a single redneck father that took his son to a strip club, what would happen to him? Right? Holy crap, he'd get hung.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. He would have his children snatched up. They would be taken away. He would have to go through parenting classes and what have you. jump through all the hoops just to get his kids back. And even though it's probably not it's not related to drugs and alcohol,
2: you know he'd get tested for it. Oh, mm-hmm. yes. Definitely.
0: And they want to call this crap progressive when all it's doing is taking us back to the animal state of the way we were when we first started out as humans.
1: Right. And I think that is totally wrong. We should not encourage this. We should not uh, allow this. Uh if let you alone agree, remember
2: it. to like if you agree, or if you disagree, put a comment in our comment section. We love hearing from you guys, we love your participation, and we, we do genuinely want to hear from you guys. And the more commoners, the better. It is time That's... that we speak up. We will listen to you if anything.
0: And that is the whole point of this podcast is to help people allow themselves to speak out again. People have become so afraid to speak their mind and let their opinions surface
2: the
1: mask because I might
0: offend somebody has everyone's s- gonna get offended and if they're offended that is their problem right if they allowed themselves if to get they're offended,
1: offended it's their problem if I'm offended it's my problem
2: it's the effect of the mask mandate I'm telling you the they, more yeah. people have their faces covered the more they feel they're not allowed to speak the more they feel they're not allowed to speak the less they speak and now The loud minority is going to overshadow the recently silenced majority. Yes. You know, we can take our masks off now. Do it. Don't wear them anymore. The effect on your psyche is not worth it. You need to be allowed to speak. There's someone I follow on
0: YouTube that's from Portland. And she went to a convenience store a few days ago. And she said the girl behind the counter was still wearing a mask. And she asked her... When is your employer going to let you guys Go stop,
1: right. yeah,
0: stop wearing these masks? The girl actually said to her that she has become so uncomfortable in public showing her face that she, she feels she has to wear the mask. She prefers the mask. It's become a safety blanket. Right. Or a binky <laughs> for these people. Like underwear. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But it's, be-
2: it's become as important as underwear because, you know...
1: It's the Linus generation, Linus and his uh, stupid blankie from Charlie Brown. It takes it with them everywhere, does everything with it. But remember, this was enforced on us. Yes. Yes. So,
0: <laughs> it's not Speak. something that Speak happened up. to her by choice. No. She, you know, if nobody had told her she had to wear a mask in the first place, she never would have worn it. And now having to work every single day, living in Portland in a place where they make you wear it all the freaking time. Yeah. That at one point, you could have gotten arrested for not wearing one. Yep. I mean, I know that happened in Eugene, so I'm sure it happened in Portland. Oh, yeah. Um. Being told that she has to wear one all the time, at work, out on the street, or whatever, she wouldn't most likely wouldn't have chose to do something like that on her own if she hadn't been told she had to or be made fearful of the repercussions of it in one way or another whether it was getting arrested or oh you're gonna get somebody sick and you're gonna kill grandma right
2: yes masks don't let them silence you okay guys just don't let them silence you kink on children is bad say so say it if you're a mom and you think it's B.S. Say so. If you're a dad, you think it's B.S. Say so. If you're a parent yes. and you don't want your kids subjected to that, say so.
0: Even if you're not a parent, how many people out there have nieces and nephews? Yeah, I'm an uncle. And who, they would never stand for it like Forrest. Right. He would never stand for my kids to be subjected to that. Yep, I now, would never. Now, and would the stand more people that stay quiet about it, the more that loud minority is gonna win the game right more of us have to stand up for what we believe
1: in exactly but getting back to the kink uh did you know that up in portland oregon they uh were trying to pass a law to make pedophilia a sexual orientation
0: and yeah and they those sickos have been trying to infiltrate the gay community for years yes. you remember hearing about uh what was it called man-boy-love association.
2: Yeah, yeah, a while back. Yeah. Not only that, what's funny too is that you get into the gay community, and I do say that uh, as being something different from the LGBTQ, because yes. they've grown very different politically, mm-hmm. is the gay community they don't want the pedophilia there. They don't. They, no. th- they see it so as many a that are afraid step to say anything backwards. I know, they're afraid to say anything because there are groups out there that will... Belittle them, berate them, ostracize them. Yes. You know, Some their friend even to get group death fre- threats over this. You crap. know, it's like one person in their group friend of, or their group of friends finds out. Oh, they have this opinion. I don't want to hang out with them. I'm telling all my friends. Boom, they just lost all their friends because they have they feel like they have a moral obligation to keep children safe.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yep.
0: You know, it kind of reminds me too of uh, I was listening to Rob Smith. There's a name drop for you. Uh, so Rob Smith has a podcast, and he's gay. He's black, and he's a veteran. And he was part of the movement to uh, get what is that called um, in the military, where you couldn't say you were gay. Uh, no, don't ask, don't tell. Don't ask. Don't he was tell. part of that movement. Right. To get it kind of, you know, pushed out where it's okay to be homosexual and say that you are because heaven forbid somebody finds out and then you end up getting kicked out of the military
1: exactly well,
0: so he <coughs> was talking been. about how the we're gonna call them the alphabet community they've been taken over by all these super progressive woke activists who are pushing all this radical stuff and he said it's like they don't realize that they won. So they take every chance,
2: opportunity, whatever that they have to push something else out there. Well, think about think about their platform. A lot of it's based around, I'm a victim. Yes. Yeah, so as soon as they win and they're no longer the victim, where's their leverage point? Exactly, exactly.
0: exactly. But
2: that's he was even talking about the fact that that
0: mentality is going to allow the pedos to infiltrate the community. And for people like him and many others who disagree with the kink and pedophilia being pushed on children, if they don't speak out, it will happen. It will. So whether you're gay, straight, whatever. I don't care, non-binary, whatever you might be, and you don't agree with this, bloody freaking say something.
1: Speak up. The problem that we have today is that we're, we're being forced into silence. Mm-hmm. We're being forced to mumble what we really believe inside. and Especially
2: of, the commoners. Yes, especially
1: and the commoners. A
2: lot of people
0: don't realize that you know, say you're in your workplace and there's one dude that or person that's walking around preaching all this woke stuff. There are more people that will back you up if you say something than people that will back him up. Yep. He's one guy. Yep. And everybody else is standing around not saying a word about it. <clears throat> and you'd be surprised when you do speak out, how many people will have your
2: back. Right. A lot of times people are afraid Especially if you're Caucasian, or really just any... Or Asian. Or Asian, or really just any race other than African American, or black, or whatever you want to say, you're you're afraid of getting accused of being racist. I know. There's
0: even blacks that are afraid of getting accused of being racist because their opinions don't align with the narrative that they are a victim to white supremacy. And they get blackballed. They get put down. They get scorned by the media.
1: They get scorned by their
2: communities. Mm -hmm. Did anybody ever stop and think that maybe people don't want to see themselves as somebody who came from slaves, but they want to see themselves as somebody who is now free? Someone who is a
0: descendant of Booker T. Washington that stepped up to the plate and said, I am here to help my fellow black man achieve and be successful. There are so many out there that have that mentality. Oh, yes. And yet, they are afraid of being scorned.
1: Yes, they are. You know? And they shouldn't be. And that's the problem with today. I mean, a lot of people say, well, it's my right to do this, it's my right to do that. Well, you know what? If you read the Constitution, if you read the Declaration of Independence, that doesn't give them a right to anything. It gives them a right to live. That's what they have. They have a right to live. But it doesn't guarantee them free food, free housing, free everything. Nope. Free healthcare. Free education. Free education. It doesn't guarantee them any of that. It says if you work hard, you can play hard. You can be what you want to be. You can be whatever you want to be.
0: So we need to stop upholding people like LeBron James and Nick Cannon. We need to uphold people like Denzel Washington, Busta Rhymes, who recently spoke out against the masks. In fact, at his concert, he was telling people to take them
2: off. I want to see the smiles on your dang faces. Stop letting them silence you. That's something else. You'd be surprised at how much of your brain is completely designated to recognizing facial facial features. Uh It's how we communicate body language just as much as verbal language. Right is how we communicate. And now, there is a major psychological effect on people if they don't get to see the faces of other humans. Even if there's other humans around, if they don't get to see the face, they start to feel distanced, Uh alone. Yep. And you don't don't Um, get to recognize people as well anymore. You know, you look over, is that my friend? Is that not my friend? And you don't say anything. I have seen videos
0: of kids talking about this, going to school, having to wear a mask, and they don't even know who's their friends, who that person is, right? until they say something, and they're like, oh, that's That's Billy, Billy. you know, and it's creating this distance between children at school, which is supposed to be their social life, you know, their learning experience and social life, and that's where they are. <clears throat> For the
2: majority of the day, that's where they are. Majority of their life, yes, until they become a working adult.
1: You know, you I know? Did, and I had to explain this to a friend of mine the other day. You know, we was talking about schools and everything, and I said, "You ever wonder if it's just conditioning?" And he goes, "It well, is." He goes, "Conditioning? How do it you is mean?" And I, and I said, "Well, if you think about it, they go to school around eight o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. They get off." are out of school about 3.30, 4 o'clock. They have their breaks. They have their lunches. They're getting you ready for the workforce. That's yeah. what they're getting you yep. ready for.
2: They're, con- they're conditioning you to work in a factory. But well, and that's what kind the, of what where school came from. What I the mean, heck are we supposed to do if we're conditioned to work in a factory but all those factories are filled are with robots?
0: Yeah. 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 Well, now it's become their way of conditioning them to just stay silent and do what they're told <clears throat> so when it comes to this whole mask thing it really does come go in, right in line with the kink thing we were just talking about right. okay? Hold on. so kids are feeling that they can't speak out they can't say what they want to say and voice their opinions
2: and most kids already have kind of a hard time yeah. communicating because they haven't had the experience yet yep. to do so at the same level Right. not only that, what's going to happen 20 years from now when all these kids are growing up So then they've got
0: schools out there now that are teaching them all kinds of stuff in their sexual education all the way down to kindergarten, where they're teaching them what it is to be transsexual and gay and this and that. And so the kids that are uncomfortable with it, they're now afraid to say anything.
1: Yeah. Well, it's like uh, that one gal when we were talking about kink with children, this gal was a uh, teacher at a school and she actually, one of the kids turned her in because she was trying to show masturbation.
0: Yeah, you tell me. That. And
1: she went ahead and lifted up her uh, skirt, dropped her trowel and proceeded to start masturbating in front of all these students in the classroom. I she mean, got yeah, in th- trouble.
0: Thankfully she did get in trouble and all that, but how many kids does she traumatize in the
2: process? Exactly And with Like I was saying Just a bit ago You know With the kink Being exposed to children You know Now in a light Where it's a good thing Which is kind of Odd Very odd Right Um, As well as All of this push For ped- pedophilia What What's gonna happen To those kids When they're adults Yeah exactly. How is that going To affect it? I mean We have So much research Showing That a sexually Assaulting a child Leaves them Messed up in the head For the rest of their life
1: Yes it does it also brings about a uh, turn of events where they learn to be the aggressors.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And, and even if start... it's not
0: aggressive, it has a profound effect on them. Yes, it does. Even for the ones who weren't necessarily, you know, raped or anything, but
2: there was that... Too, too close, that, that exposure that's just too close. Yes, the exposure close. of
0: being too close and too comfortable with certain things that creates a warped spot in the brain where they think it's okay to be perverse right. in public. And there has been an enormous rise in pedophilia, okay. and they don't want to talk about that. They don't tell people about it.
2: Not only that. I've never met, never, ever in my life have I honestly met a young boy? Or a young girl that is interested in something other than cartoons and toys and video games mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Right. You know, they're not interested in
1: sex at that time. They don't no, know what They don't what even it is. know what they, it is. Yeah.
0: They don't they haven't even hit puberty yet. They have absolutely no interest and no need <laughs> for any of it.
1: No, they don't. They have no need.
2: Pretty sure we've wrapped things up for today. But if you like what you heard, remember to comment, subscribe. Like and hit that notification bell. Please let us know.
0: Hey, hey, hey. Damn it, Billy! Give me back my liquor.